Welcome to Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of Valerie, her guests, and callers. Now here's your host, Valerie Kirkgaard. It's tax season. This is for you. This is for you and me. And who we see when we see each other. This is for all. This is for all the time you tried to find your sister or your brother. And you're not crazy anymore. You've been waiting at the door. And it's time to open. Hey there, good morning, you American State Nationals. You, you're listening to Waking Up in America. We are dynamic radio dialogues and inquiries into the current aspects of reality. And you have an opportunity this morning. We're actually going to be talking about restoration time and restoration of ourselves. If you were lucky enough to watch the State of the Union speech, it was uh, it was a great speech, and there was just a lot of great dynamics that went on. And I talked with a friend who uh, had listened to it on the radio, and I said, "Boy, did you miss some of the action between the white suits and all that was going on? The women of the Democratic women under the uh, I'm going to not say leadership, but guidance of Nancy Pelosi actually were all dressed in white." And uh, they were they were obviously ordered to sit stone faced, not smile, not clap, and not stand up. And at certain points during the ceremony uh, or the speech, they would stand up and start clapping. And at one time in particular, they all stand up and clapped. And Trump said, "You know, you weren't supposed to do that." And it was just one of the I thought one of the best moments uh, in the entire conversation. Uh, from the State of the Union, we have the fact that employment for women for minorities of all sorts, black, white, purple, everything is at the greatest level of employment that it's been probably since the 1950s. Okay, that made me about 10 years old, and I thought life was pretty good uh, back then. So we are now employment-wise in that particular age, and as I spent time listening to this, and we, Randy and I talked later, I said, you know, we're past, we're past a lot of the bad stuff. Uh, what's going to happen is you're, you're still going to see um, people that don't want to lose power or lose control, and about 85% of them, I'm told, are Democratic, and about 15% of them are American, uh, are, are Republican. And what's happening is those percentages are playing for themselves rather than for the good of our nation. And we're going to see things as that continues. Uh, there's been a thing that I think may not be a rumor anymore. I believe George Soros has actually been arrested, and in my opinion, he was the e- most evil man I had ever watched in my life. I actually saw a 60-minute report on him, and you can check that out. So that's happening. Uh, anyway, I, I, I'm thinking in terms of restoration, and I was standing down at the gas station give him some cash to put some gas in the tank and I looked up at us I was at the cashier's window and I saw cigarettes were nine dollars ninety cents a package and I went, Oh my God, right? And and this this young guy, this really cute young guy was standing next to me, he said, Well, he said if you were in New York you'd be paying sixteen dollars for this and I started to think, you know, 
if you smoke a pack of cigarettes a day, <laughs> at least $300 a month, think of what you could be doing. And if you do have pains and things of that nature and you do get your medical marijuana card or, or you do what you do with that, you can actually get marijuana uh, in cookie form and smoke form, anything you want, and it really does reduce your pain. And for the money that you're paying for three packs of cigarettes, you could probably buy a week or two worth, and not only would you stop coughing and snorting and drooling uh, after you've been smoking, it's so much fun to watch somebody that's been smoking, uh, you actually might find somebody that was laughing, being helpful, and feeling better. Because one of the reasons, and we were touching on a little bit, we do a green room thing before the show, we were touching on a little bit this morning, is one of the reasons people are cranky and nasty <laughs> is because they can't take it much more, the pressures that are coming in all directions. A trip that used to take me 30 minutes, 35 minutes, even 10 years ago, took me an hour and a half in the middle of the day yesterday. And so... There's just all kinds of pressures on us. So what I want to do is create conversations that actually re, uh, help relieve these pressures for you. We've got some great guests here this morning. You're going to be meeting with Terry Allen, and our friend David is back. Uh, and uh, Randy's, Randy's got uh, another place she needs to be shortly. However, she wants to kick off our new program, which we're going to do. Randy and I, I think it was funny, I started laughing. We've been experimenting and using different products over the years, and we may mention a distributor or something like that, but if you don't know what the product does, you're not even going to think of it. And we don't want to just get sponsors that um, actually want us to do what they want us to do. What we want to do is we want to create income for waking up in America. Uh, we'll be within the next couple of weeks, we'll be putting these products available to you in the store. Uh, we're creating a, a Waking Up in America store, okay? And you'll be able to pick them up, and your your use of them will actually help us expand our program. And I love that. I just love it. So, you know, my favorite so far, the one I used, Randy, with the... Um, I did a Lazarus kit for my dog. My dog was supposed to be... Um, According to all visible symptoms, he should have been put down about a year ago. And I thought, I, I, I mess around with, with long-term living and all that kind of stuff. I wonder what I can do for the dog. So the product that you're um, about to hear about this morning from Dear Randy is, I think, the primary product that, besides some HGH stimulator stuff that I've given him as well, it gives him instant energy, and I put a, a whole scoop of this product into his feed bowl every day, and from a dying dog in the hallway that was shaking and couldn't walk, I now have a little fool that thinks that he can fly, and he jumps up, oh, probably, he tries to jump up like three steps at a time instead of just one, and he'll slip, and he he barks, barks now, and he talks. He comes into the bedroom when he wants something, and he goes, oh, 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 wherever I am. He never did that until I started feeding him this stuff. The guy was too pooped to talk. So, Randy, take it away. And he's so sweet, too. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> he, is, he is so cute. Good morning. <laughs> we, have, we have some great guests here today, and uh, I think it's going to be an amazing show. Uh, it's too bad I can't be here for the whole thing. I know, I know. I, life, you know, what can I say? 
That's how it works. Yeah, you're actually talking about a product called Rebound, Val, and that's actually promoted by someone who's become a good friend of mine. He is a former NBA star. His name is Theo Ratliff, and Theo had some injuries, and somebody told him about the company Longevity and Dr. Wallach specifically, and so he reached out, and Dr. Wallach actually created some products around Theo Ratliff and things that no doctor could come up with. They were band-aiding his situation. He was, for all intents and purposes, out of the NBA. And when Dr. Wallach started working with him, he created some products that actually healed him, and Theo Ratliff was able to go back into the game and made another 10-plus million dollars. Yeah. So uh, his wife was very happy, by the way. <laughs> She's a great person. Anyway, so uh, the pre- where'd you go? Found is a very <laughs> high-powered alternative to the drinks that are out there, the Gatorades and uh, the Smart Waters, and uh, you know, I'm trying to think of what some of those other drinks are that that people drink when they're you know you go to the gym or after every football game. This actually has minerals, herbs, uh, vitamins in it, and it's when you, when you sweat, when you're working out about every 90 minutes, you drain the body of all the mineral, and so Rebound puts it back in, and it's a phenomenal product. It has over 77 ingredients in it, and it's a really good recovery drink. It's, it's a very uh, energy, high-energy type drink. It's not full of caffeine, so I'm not saying that, but it's actually just, you know, super healthy, and it's a quick supply of that sustained energy, which is the minerals, the vitamins, and the herbs. Yeah, yeah I just want to comment here. Um, one of the things that I actually put it in Mayo's food in the morning, and I put in one, well, it comes with a scooper, okay? I give mm-hmm. him a scoop, and I give me two. And if I haven't been um, feeling peppy, because I feel tired a lot, you know, mm-hmm. with just all yes. these different issues, not my life isn't hard in many ways, but with the issues that I'm dealing with and the pressure and the variety of issues from, you know, all the way from court cases to, to keeping the house afloat during fires and floods and stuff, uh, th- those things are stressful, okay? When, mm-hmm. I take, when I take the young, when I take a scoop um, and I, I just mix it in a glass, actually, Randy, and I mix it with, um, I mix it with kale buster, uh, which is a, a drink of, of, of lots of, uh, you know, green vegetables and things like that. And I make my little cocktail in the morning. It's where I get energy. And then I may take it later in the day because I can just be going to sleep. And I realize that part of what goes on when you're aging is is that you stop holding as much energy. So it worked for my dog, who will now be 16 in Mar- mm-hmm. on March the 3rd. It's been working for me all the time. It's allowed me to handle a wide variety of topics. And um, it would be the first thing I would go to, actually, I think, if I wanted to, uh, if I wanted to uh, get something that I could feel. You know how you take stuff and it says, well, in two to ten weeks to ten days you'll feel this product? Oh, yes. How long yep. it takes to build up in your system or something? That's mm-hmm. not true with Rebound. Rebound, 
within about 20 minutes, you can feel the shift in the energy. Now, uh, our ID here for the, our longevity ID for the program here is actually 101322406. That's 101322406. Now, and that is? Now, that is our actual ID number here, okay? And they can call you direct, too, which is yeah, probably and please do even that. better. And at 310-455-8623, and that's the landline, so don't text it, <laughs> or you just won't get what you want. Uh, so we'd, I'd be happy to help you with that, and as I said, within a couple of weeks, we'll have all of this in the store, but... After the speech, I, I, I felt so different after the speech, and I've resolved so many things that seemed unresolvable before. Uh, and mm-hmm. I know it's the energy. And one of the things that's really important for us is to be able to sleep at night, okay? Well, one of the things that stops you from sleeping at night is the things that you worry about because you didn't have enough energy to do them. Or a lot of times it's not even you don't have enough energy to do them. You don't have enough energy to make a decision. Like... I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. If you know a lot of times you sit around, uh, dear listener, and you go, God, should I do this or should I do that? Or I can't, I don't know if I can afford this or afford that. It's not about that. It's time to restore ourselves, and we've been driven ragged. And I have this, our two fabulous guests <laughs> are, are going to be discussing this with you, and they're, they're people that know how to restore, and they're people that know how to love, both of them very much. So... Randy, thank you for being here this morning, and may your other venue work terrific for you today. Thank you. You guys have a great show. Okay. Love it. Okay. Who wants to be up first? <laughs> we have David Rudot. We have Terry Allen. Uh, uh, Terry, say good well, morning. Well, ladies, David, ladies morning. first. Let's see what happens. Oh, ladies first. <laughs> like That's what I like. That. Now that we need more of that in America, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm just writing down the product. <laughs> that product of all, okay, I got, I got of it all the things I've ever done, David, it has the fact, it, you can know it <laughs> within 20 minutes. I, I think yeah. how many things have you taken that you take it, you have to take it for 10 days and then you should yeah. notice a difference. Yeah, I'll, I can't, I'll, I'll get I want, that product. Yeah, you would get that product and I'll tell you a couple of others, but not at this moment. Okay. And you get that product and a couple of others, and you're going to start seeing some interesting things happen. Uh, one of those is um, RTA, which is Reaction Time Accelerator. It's by another company called Limitless. And uh, the other one is uh, called Somoderm. And then an, there's another one that actually helps your um, pituitary gland start functioning again because what aging is all about, actually, is about... Uh, your pituitary gland decreases in its um, mm-hmm. con- it's a contribution of the substance that causes your uh, HGH to be produced in your body. So when you take a look at this over a period of like 25 is the peak, and then by the time you're in your 70s, you're down to about 2% of what you had at 25. So I'll give you more information on that. Well, you could text, you, Val, you could text me that stuff. You know, information. Now, I would I totally appreciate will that. do it. I'll actually okay. show you how to do it, and I'll I'll be doing that. We just came to this conversation yesterday, so we haven't had time because we've been really concerned whether we're going to be alive or not. <laughs> oh, 
what was happening in this country, and you mentioned before the show chemtrails, things of that nature. We take, oh, and there, by the way, I want to mention to you that they're changing GMO so you won't recognize it, and they're calling it something like bioengineering. So for all of you label readers, uh, beware. It won't say GMO anymore. It'll say something else, and watch out for it, okay? So, Terry, where would you like to step into this conversation? In which way? You mean regarding keeping my energy? However, however you are responding, this is a very, this is very much like, um, uh, you know, uh, Saturday Night Live. I think probably people would probably about energy. I, I presume because. I'm just going to say that for my part, you know. Yeah, just what touches uh, you out of this I conversation. I think so. I think it's more on an energy energy level, how one keeps uh, your energy high. Yeah, I agree with you. Taking, you know, certain good vitamins and, and eating properly and looking after yourself is very important. I mean, I don't have a problem with sleep. As soon as I get to bed, I'm gone. Oh, <laughs> you could lay me down anywhere. I have no problem sleeping. Um at all uh, I just think you have to for me you know it's you know there's different energies around and I just think you know you have to I, I, I try and mix in an energy that's feeding me that suits my energy really so it would be more you know being with people you know where you're giving and taking with the energy someone right, you know, right, some people right, can right, sit right. there and get completely drained in a conversation from somebody else or you go to actually I can go into a place and within 10 minutes, if I start yawning, I've got to leave. I have to leave the entire, uh, whether it's a restaurant, whether it's a place, um, it can be someone's house. And I just know that, you know, the energy might need cleansing. So um, I can pick up the energy. I am. Hello? Or with the person. Well, we lost you. You're, you're faded out there for a moment. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, so I'm very much, you know, into energy. So wherever I am with a person, with a place, I can tell within 10 minutes I'll start yawning and I'll, I'll feel something's going on. And so I either have to look at it or remove myself or just walk away <laughs> for a minute um, and, and just try and... I do try and mix myself well, in an energy to, that is quite feeding. I have to tell you, every time I've been in front of the Dalai Lama when he's speaking, oh, yeah. I, go to, I, I conk out. I was yeah, I understand involved. what you're meaning when you're going, you know, that's maybe a healing thing or you're, you're going somewhere or, you know, it's, it's like when we've been going to Brazil at John O'God and you're in the main current room meditating, you're going to go out. That's a different situation. Yeah, um, and that's why I wanted to just different just energy. Yeah, I agree 100%. So it's more, are you being relaxed? Are you, you know, you, you're feeling comfortable, you're feeling relaxed, you're feeling, you know, a different type of healing energy that's coming in to an energy that you, you start your... It's a, just a different feel that you... I'm sure the others will express themselves better, but it, it, I can always feel that, you know, I, my back and my neck start hurting. I quite... Yeah. I start yawning. I, I'm not feeling quite right, and that's an indicator. Something's off for me. For me. I'm not saying it's uh, bad. Uh, but I wanted to make the distinction, because I know what you're talking about, okay? But I yeah, also 100%. want to make the distinction that yeah, I agree with you. in front of really high people, I, I, I will honk out sometimes. <laughs> Well, it's probably the arrangement of energy that's coming into the room with everybody and the collectiveness and, and you oh, know, I coming actually, from a different place. I actually think it's... A, I know it's a funny thing to say, but when even when I'm going to sleep, I feel like I'm being awakened. Yeah, it's funny yeah. how you do different things. I mean, I've been going to the, um, the Agape Spiritual Center 
since Christmas, and the energy in there is just it gives you like a, an uplift like a rocket that's the complete opposite you know I'm always having a, I can always feel there's a healing going on with everybody collectively being there and, and being there with energy but at the same time that gives you that gives you such a boost and, and a positive energy so even if you are going somewhere it, it, yes you but then in the afternoon I am wiped out but in a good way you know yeah, it means a lot right of energy has entered your book. bodies yeah correct and uh is this the kind of thing, you know, I actually haven't read one of the books yet, uh, so I'd love to get one. Uh, but how do, how do you give this information to children is, is through your books? Well, again, you know, in schools, you know, the two children's books we have, My Magical Garden and My Magical Tree, they're, in schools, it's got a lot of children. You know, there's a lot of energy going around. You can imagine there might be five, six, seven hundred, eight hundred children. You've got the teachers. There's a lot of things going on. So basically... Uh, with the children's books, um, we came up with a concept. My my, my partner Jack is in the UK. I'm here, and uh, we came up with a concept where whatever a child chooses throughout the books, uh, they make choices to build the magic garden or build things around the magical tree. Uh, there's an appendix in the back of the book that uh, tells a parent or a child uh, that's slightly a little bit older how they can balance their energy, whether they need to ground their energy, whether their diet's not quite right. Um, just how they can emotionally and mentally and physically balance themselves. Um, and that's very important because, uh, you know, children aren't always aware and sometimes parents can't read their child because he's too close. Yes. You know, or yes, a teacher yes. needs it as a tool in the classroom or something. I just finished a school actually the other week and uh, they're using it across the school entirely, which is fabulous as a concept and a program. Uh, because it's, it's a good insight for the children to use and also to learn how to meditate every day, but also to balance your energy and just be becoming more aware of your energy and what you're doing. And I wish somebody had taught me that at school, you know, know more about how I'm feeling. It's okay for me to feel this way, but what can I do to make myself feel a little bit better? Yeah. And when I come into the schools and, and, and have the children, I always start off with, how are you feeling today? Because no one ever asks them. You know, and, you know, how are you feeling today? You know, that so then is can a look really each interesting other. point that you were making. I mean, I, you, Yeah, nobody ever asked me uh, when I was at school. Nobody you know, ever asked me. Exactly. <laughs> well, I don't know if it works in a workplace. Maybe they need to bring that in as well. But when I went to start each session, I always asked children, so how are you feeling today? You can see them looking at each other. You know, and I said, always be honest. You know, we're not here to judge each other and stuff. And, you know, someone might say, I'm sad today or I'm feeling lonely or I'm angry or happy or whatever. And you can see them all looking at each other. Because then it's very important for them to know, okay, this person's angry, but it's nothing to do with me, or this person's sad because it's nothing to do with me, there's something going on with them. You know, so it's, it's just a way of we're not I, I, just yeah, coming there. Just stop there for a minute, because that's no one problem. of the big things that people take on. What you just said is that when somebody else is feeling bad or angry or hurt, it's, we're very eye-oriented until we're we-oriented. Yeah. Uh, and eye-orientation, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just part of the process. But when you get mm. reoriented, you start to notice that what's going on is happening over there and you're being affected by it rather than it's being headed towards you. Uh, yeah, David, and exactly. And children, I wanted to you bring know, David in here too yeah. uh, to this conversation. Um, uh, what's happening for you as you're listening to what uh, Terry is saying, David? Oh, well, yes. Uh, interesting. Um, it's kind of in the same vein. Um, one of the things I've noticed is that um, I, I I cannot take on another person's feeling. 
Mm. I have to kind of separate that from me because, you see, people unintentionally steal your soul. They want to replicate themselves in you. So they don't mean to, but they end up taking, they fill, they end up filling your mind, your mind with them so that you walk around now being them, replicating what they're, what's going on with them. You know, and I look at it this Yes, because, um, people have a, um, people have a hard time uh, re- dealing with their own soul of, on issues. So, like, example, when you hear a bad story about something, well, guess what happened, blah, 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 blah. The reason why you have to tell another person is because your soul can't take it anymore. So you need to offload that horrible thing you witnessed or saw or heard about, giving it to another person, then you feel a little bit better but it affects the other person. Mm-hmm. Now that person has that story in them and they go about feeling, you know, cause it's a memory in your brain, you heard it. They go about manifesting that, the same feelings. And I've learned to bury things in love and not talk. I don't talk about much of what I've seen or happened. Uh, because why would I want another person to go around with that burden? Yeah. So I, I bury it in love. I, I, I've learned to have unconditional love for myself. That's a I new thought that's the key. Me. Yeah, that is the key. Because case. Jesus said, love your neighbors as you love yourself. <laughs> now, if you don't have unconditional story, love for yourself, if you don't have unconditional love for yourself, you will not have unconditional love for another. And the point is this unconditional love, <clears throat> the point of the love is that it can absorb these this stuff and it, 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 love buries it. And so it, and what you end up doing is you end up giving virtue out, strength out to those around you. As the woman who was ill, I think diffusion. I, I would like. I think burying sounds like something I really don't want to encourage people to do because they well, already it's not, bury too much. It's but not they, burying it. It's it's that the love covers it and ends it. Right. I, that's why I didn't want you to use the bury because what it does is the love infuses and changes the story. Yeah. Oh yeah. What are the reasons yeah. I made the remark about? Um, people with marijuana conversations is that uh, by and large if I give somebody a piece of my candy bar, a little small piece of it within about 20 minutes they'll be seeing something in a more loving way because it somehow breaks up stress okay Mm -hmm. Uh, and I was just horrified (laughs) that that $16 a pack for cigarettes when I knew that they could be happy and not coffee and dying of cancer uh, and happy, uh, and uh, and then agape. So it's, there's agape. There's uh, that. There's friendship. There's all kinds of things that you're talking about. Uh, yeah, agape it, is it the unconditional get, love. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, one hundred percent. It does. Infused, yeah. You know, it gets infused. Yeah, I'm not saying it. Just that it it just doesn't it it it, it ends it. Yes. And you and it, it ends does. it also in you. Yes. But the unconditional love for yourself is so important 
Now, I don't know if... Uh, I'm sorry, what was your name, my dear English friend? <laughs> Terry. <laughs> Terry, darling. Terry, of course. Okay. Terry, I don't know if you were raised in the Church of England or not, <laughs> but anybody was raised in a liturgical church, and I, I now go to the, an, an Anglican church, because uh, the Lord told me, go there. Uh, there is a... There, and also Roman church and all that. There's a phrase where they, you know, confess their sins by thought, word, and deed, and then they go on and say something that, that, that these things have so grieved me. You know, mea culpa, being maxima culpa is a, in the Italian. My, my fault, my, my horrible fault, and I'm grieved by this. Well, the problem with that is that you end up being a grieving person. You cannot love, you cannot have unconditional love for yourself while you're at the same time grieving about what something you did. So this whole religious system, which has pervaded all the churches coming through the Roman churches, has to change. This is the restoration of mm, what Jesus correct. intended. Jesus did not intend us to walk around being grieved. Mm. David, you know, we didn't really introduce you because I, I love what you're saying. Uh, uh, he, he's actually uh, sings opera. He's a tenor, an uh, opera oh, singer. Wow. And not only does he sing opera, I had the privilege of, the first time I met him, it was really funny. Uh, Terry, you're going to love it. I walk in and yeah. this meeting uh, for the Republic. We're restoring the Republic of the United. We're bringing back the old Republic, and there are a lot of people working on it. In fact, I understand that the job might have gotten done already this month that the Republic is restored. We'll see, because uh, you hear this and you hear that, and sometimes it's ahead of its time. Anyway, I'm at this conference like, well, God, it must be seven, eight years ago now, David. Yeah, <laughs> been playing the piano, and it's over at his sister's house, and. I say to my girlfriend when we're coming uh, to where David lives, I said, you know, Debbie, I feel like I'm going, I'm in heaven, right? <laughs> it's just where he lives is very beautiful. So we go to the house, and we're having this meeting in this very old farmhouse from the 1800s, uh, a beautiful place. His uh, sister Carol just takes really good care of things. And uh, well, all of us are there, and we're all so happy to see each other. And I start talking to David. He's been playing the piano. And I, I said, why is it that I feel like I'm talking to Jesus Christ? And what did you say? Do you remember? I said, because you are. <laughs> and then I said, can I have your cell phone number, please? Because I always wanted to have Jesus' cell phone number. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> there, I, I, before people that, cut you off and run away point, in horror. Pardon I said, before people cut you off and run away in horror, you know, <laughs> what is this guy saying? Can, can, okay, now I can explain. Can I explain a few things that have just happened? I should introduce now, you so that they actually know that I perceive you as one of the faces of Christ. Right, right. So what I'm just, what I'm just kind of put a comp period on the last little subject was that uh, we should be going about uh, bringing life that the souls around us carry life after they meet us you know and we should be very circumspect with what we say around people are we trying to offload something that bothers us 
And if we are, that's going to bother them. And love won't do that. And well, are, we, are we trying to bring light and life and love wherever we go? Gr- gladly offload that to others, you see. Well, you're, you're, you're making a very interesting point, and uh, I, I don't think you know this, but Waking Up in America, which was on, we're now in our 32nd year of radio, is actually designed to reach people that are suffering, and we may talk about the suffering, but what we always mm-hmm. do is we transform it in the second half of the program. Yeah. And what I'm we want to... Yeah. What you want to do is you want to be able to reach out to others. So you may have to mm-hmm. listen to some stuff, or you may want to connect. Uh, I, I'm just maybe talking to those. I'm, I'm talking probably talking about, to know? those that have a already have a knowing of these things that uh, don't don't burden another person that is already burdened. What I'm saying it's not it's, mm. it's not that people can't talk about these things that need help. That's fine, but if you're on a spiritual level that you can handle this, then do it. Yeah, totally. And and that's that's, and that's distinction, okay? Because there really are levels of our ability yes. to. Oh yes. And the fire here, David, and the mudslides. Uh, the three people in my house, we were all trained as first responders. I actually became a first responder two weeks before the fires. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is a 78-year-old woman in doing first responding? Uh, but it was perfect because what happened was all the first responders stayed in the canyon. And, and the, the sheriffs were telling us to get out and such. And what happened was the first responders actually became the spiritual anchors for the fact that the, uh, there's not just our household. There's a lot of people who are very active in this canyon. The first responders actually became the pillars for the fire not coming here. Mm-hmm. Burned all mm-hmm. around us. Mm-hmm. But the people that stayed in the canyon were like spiritual links. And we have the end of the mm-hmm. seventh ray here and such, which is, I got such a point of going there with Terry and her family. A while back, it's a spiritual center here, and we are part of that. The whole area is so. Uh, you can be a community leader too with doing what what um, David is talking about. And David, I, I do think uh, our probably most of our listeners, and I'm sure our guest really doesn't know how Jesus came to you. So if you would oh, yeah. share that, because yeah, and, and then I want to give a date, January twenty uh, sixth of this year. Keep that in mind. Okay, uh, it was in uh, September of 1999. Uh, He physically appeared in my bedroom, and briefly I said, you come, you come, I've been looking for you. He was physical. It wasn't a spiritual manifestation. I I didn't go to heaven. I was right there. And he said, well, I've been looking for you, and immediately I was in his hands, and arms held me like a big hug. And it, uh, I'm tell you, that was uh, that was something. Oh yeah. And uh, I have okay. I'm going to go on now. Um, go ahead and feel it. Yeah, I know. Well, there was this whoo, came up on me when I said that. Um, then I uh, looked at his arms. He's got hair in your arms. Of course, you think you don't talk. You think you say, yes, I'm a man. You know, I am a man. So. Who knows what time it was, but how long it was, but there we were. And then the room ceased to be, and I was standing in the middle of the universe with him. 
and I could see, I could understand what St. Paul says. You can't have, you don't have words to describe what this is. And I can't. All I can say is the sparks of energy. Everything is frequencies. He knows, he knows what he's doing. It's all frequencies and frequencies in the stages of light, seen light and unseen light. That's how creation is. So then, he went and he, I left his, he left the presence gone. I mean, I didn't feel his presence anymore, but I know he's still with me. And he's, I said, oh, I want to go with you. And he said, no, you can't come with me, but I'll come to you. Okay, and this is where I'm going to go ahead and say something I've been kind of backing off. In 2013, I read about, um, it was named uh, Joseph of Arimathea, who was asked for the dead body of Jesus and they put him in the tomb. And I thought about that in 2013, and I said, you know what? I'm going to ask, can I have your live body, your resurrected body? Now, one thing we've got to understand, I asked the unaskable. And he says, go ahead and ask, not the impossible. The impossible is easy. Ask the unaskable. A religious person would, leader would say, you can't ask for that. Ask. I'm encouraging people to ask for the unaskable. So... He said, yes. Well, I know now why. Is when he arose from the dead, he was the son of God, but what he got by being a man, he got flesh and bone. So the son of God would be light and love and all those natures. But when he got was a, a born and then died, he rose with his flesh and bone alone. So that is in the state of light, seen and unseen. Because he could appear, as he did with me, and be seen, as he did with the disciples, and then be unseen, because he was in that frequency. So yeah, yeah, his, yeah, yeah. His ability to transfer himself into someone's bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, uh, was simply by moving himself unseen into a seen body. That's what you saw, now. Okay, he and, has and done that. How, how many bodies? Is, did you say 153 or something? No, 153 are the sons of God. I mean, oh, 153 means sons of God in Hebrew. Sons of God. So that's a little another story. So what happened was he had flesh and bone, and I knew he had done this to me because I, I sensed that from the moment he met me, that that would probably, this is what that is. Well, he doesn't have blood. And you cannot be on earth without blood. So I realize that the Eucharist, the communion, has been defiled by what the priests say over it. I just gave you a little example. Yeah. Be grieved. What what are you supposed to be grieved about? The very host and the blood is what makes you right. You can't go to a confessional Saturday night, get rid of all your sins, say you're worthy to take the host, no, the taking of the host and the taking of the blood is what makes you right. You, you know can't what you get right to take it. Awful. It's all backwards. So it's defiled. So what we did on the 26th with the little group, you've been born to one of ours, I said we need to do the new, the new uh, Last Supper. But it's a new supper. And he told me what to do. I was to have an earthen jar. I had the cup, an earthen cup. I got wine from this area, filled it <laughs> a little bit, and he said, you're only to take the wine because you've already got my flesh and bones. 
I don't have blood. And so when I when you take it, that will be that I've added blood to my flesh and bones. So you'd have the guest there to take a wafer and dip it in the wine, and that's giving them the new, the wine and the flesh and bones. What happened is that Jesus said he would not drink that new that wine. It's in uh, Matthew twenty six twenty nine. That's where one of them is. He said he would not drink that wine until the, his father king, his father's kingdom comes to earth. This is why there's such a change, Val. The kingdom of God has come to earth, and Yay! those. Yes. Oh, yay, Terry. And he, That's why you're seeing the restoration. No, but he's he's 100% right, because uh, I wrote this in my newsletter, actually, at Christmas. I got I sat in the room. I also had a presence of Jesus, a bit similar to yours, not quite, and I got a whole download of messages that the heaven is coming to earth, and I wrote it in my newsletter. He's 100% correct. I got the same thing, but in a different way. Yeah. yeah. He, to- and he told me open to heaven the is now... About what three, happens three days ago, I wrote... But let me just insert here for a moment. Okay. When people release pain from their bodies, they could actually hear all of this. So yes. uh, being separate from taking care of your body is part of taking care of your spiritual life. And so the more that you release your emotions, the more that you work on yourself, the more light that can come in and flow through you. Yeah. So it will be an pain activation. Will, pain yeah. will stop that. Uh, pain will stop the, the flow. That you're concentrated on the pain. But the one yeah. last thing I want to say is that I kept on, when I was drinking the blood, the wine, mm-hmm. I kept on, uh, do this uh, in, until, until what? I said, what is that until? And I looked it up it is in the Eucharist, which it said, uh, the scriptures are said, hey, take this and eat my body, drink this, you know, my blood. The blood of the New Testament was shed, so that was the blood that was on the cross, shed. Then he says in verse 29 of Matthew 26, But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. That is what we did on the 26th. And this will start spreading because this is actually his physical presence on earth. And I think if people want to... Uh, I want to make me sound like I'm a fool and a crazy person. All I got to tell you is that you try to have an experience, physical experience with Jesus. And let me tell you, if you do, uh, he's going to have you do things for him because he needs them done on earth. And you have to give yourself over to that. And I had to give myself over to whether people will think I'm crazy or not. That yes, you can. You, we can be flesh and bone together. First of all, and then he said, "Okay, now it's time for blood." Because not, no man or woman. I, when I say man, I mean mankind. No man or woman can be on earth without blood. So, David, earth is run by blood. Heaven is run by spirit. Yes, correct. Here, holding an empty bottle that says Saint Francis. Do you remember what that is? An empty bottle of wine that I, I have a wine glass, too, that was sent to me by you that has yeah. an old rim on it. Do you remember when we did that special dinner with all the people? Yes. So I still have the bottle and the glass from that dinner, and that's my last supper. Uh, Terry. And it's a lot. 
it's a final. See, we had to do do it I need right to have, for have final some. one, and then do it right for the new one. Yes, 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 yes. And it says it says in uh, Mark chapter two, he talks about new wine skin with new wine. Yes. Mm. Yes, yes. And so yes. this is the we're into the restoration of our body, which is the new wine skin. Yes. So yes. we can have the new wine. Yes. And the new wine has no corruption. The new blood has no corruption in it. You see, I do these things not just because for me, because I'm lost now. I'm not, I mean, I'm not lost, but I'm lost <laughs> from being myself anymore. That's yeah, I, I hear you. And so that everyone, if I bring in something, it's for everyone. Jesus brought in what he brought in initially was for everyone. And I have a good little argument with my friends who say, well, you got to believe, you know, my fundamentalist friends, you know, you're going to accept Jesus, you're going to go to hell. I said, no, he saved everyone, and everyone will be saved. <laughs> we don't see it now, but everyone, he will save everyone. There's ages and ages to come, and all will acknowledge him. And when you see him, you cannot help but love him. You see, oh, and he's, not, he's not separating anybody out. He's including everyone. Churches oh, I, will separate you out. Let's pass the ball over to Terry now, okay? I'm sorry. I, okay, that's it. <laughs> no, no problem. No, there's nothing yeah. there. I, but I, I want to hear, I want the counterbalance. Uh, because I, I want the combination of uh, female and, and male point of view. on mm. Very complimentary. Very good insight. You're, you're a seer, Val. You are a seer. <laughs> No, I, I, I agree with most of what, uh, all of what David was saying, actually. Um, you know, we were, you know, look, I, I was raised a Catholic, um, but then obviously I just, you know, found my own spiritual path. And, and, and when I lived in Dubai, we created our own spiritual services. And, um, you know, coming here, I asked, you know, to be guidance. So I was guided to the Agape. I've been to John of God in Brazil every year for 11 years. And, um, it's funny that the last we've all you know Jesus has been a big part, but especially since last if, when we visited uh, John God in Brazil last November, there was a massive uh, conversation and energy of Jesus. They always mentioned Jesus and the saints around there, but it was more the forefront of Jesus that was being mentioned, and the whole conversations mm-hmm. and the history, a bit like what David was saying. And I thought. Hmm, this is interesting. And then um, we did an agape meditation at one of their Sunday services, and me and my husband were sitting there, and after the meditation, I, I turned to him, I said, Jesus is in the room, he said, 100%, you know, because I, qu- I do question myself sometimes, and I looked mm-hmm. at my husband, but he confirmed it, so I thought, I can't be, just be me. Um, and then, you know, as, as David was just saying, something happened to me over Christmas, and I think because I work with children um, and women, uh, I think it was just after it was in January actually it wasn't over Christmas it was in January and he came into my healing room here um, wow. and, and, and delivered not the same as David but it, 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 he, he, I knew I had a job to do as, as all of us has a job to do I'm not just saying it's just me I'm not being egotistical but I just knew that it was something to do with my work with the children's books and children and, and then I, I was writing down a lot of things that he was saying and then he hasn't come back since. <laughs> but um, it was a profound moment. And I ended up, you know, buying a uh, Jesus calendar, which is not my thing. I'm all into angels and energy. And I am into Jesus and God and everything mm-hmm. and oneness. Yeah. But, 
you know, and then I, st- I bought actually some Jesus cards, <laughs> you know, that actually Doreen Virtue did create, which I saw over a year and a half ago. It didn't really do, I, I looked at them and I thought, oh, no, thanks. But I have ordered them and started using them and, and he's become more in our life. I'm not saying he wasn't there before, but a bit like David said, it came to the forefront. And what message he mm-hmm. got when he was saying, you know, his, his father's heaven has come to us. That's exactly what I wrote my newsletter and that's why people had such a massive shift and so much was going on last year because the, that spiritual world entered our atmosphere um, and it, it's, it's connecting as one and so we're all being, as he was saying cleansed of what we no longer need what we need to let go of, what we need to put right um, mm-hmm. you know I agree with everything you were saying and, but mine just came in a slightly different way but, but very similar uh, because obviously mm-hmm. you know we're all individuals but I, you know for me oh, yeah. it's it, it's very much, you know, you see all these children now and teenagers marching for change and veganism and the, the way we treat animals and the planet. I, I think that's Jesus because it's children. The, the, yeah. If I listen to well, the teenagers and the children today, the children way they voice themselves, exactly, is 100%. You know, these children today are phenomenal. You know, uh, they just did a march in Europe with 50,000 uh, teenagers. You know, mm-hmm. it's ongoing. I, I think there is a, a, a big awakening. And um, so I, I agree with... with you know what David was saying, but yeah. coming just and slightly different, but down. the same. It's the same, and he 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 is a designer. He's designer made for everyone. You know, he designs it for one hundred percent. It's for everybody he, in a different. Yeah, he's free from the church now. You see, Interject he's able to go because... and do what he wants to do without the church's permission. Well, he's working. Uh, it's just, yeah, because. It's very, you know, uh, strong on this planet. And, you know, I've always felt his presence, but like I was yeah. saying, it really came in last November. For well, you us, have to, and then it just went, kept going on and growing. And I was like, whoa, he okay, won't, there's something he going won't on allow, here. He won't allow people to be grieved anymore because of uh-huh. him. So what he didn't come to make us feel grief. Uh, seriously, yeah. I'd like to interject something in here. We're in the last few minutes of the program. No problem. Sure. Tie people up to actually an episode of Young Sheldon, okay? And Young Sheldon is uh, uh, Sheldon Cooper, who's uh, the Big Bang Theory. It's in his last season, and oh, yeah. so they've Young Sheldon, and he he's growing up in Texas, and he's got a Bible thumping mother, and the Bible thumping mother. They're they're wonderful characters. They're just wonderful characters, and. Uh, a 16-year-old girl dies, and the, and the mother just cannot reconcile it. She talks to the pastor. She does everything, and she gives up going to church, and she's just miserable. She lost Jesus. The whole thing is going on. And Sheldon doesn't believe in God, any of that stuff, but he sees his mother suffering, and he sits down next to her, and he talks to her. And he, one of the things that he tells her is, is that if the universe was like one degree off, it would collapse on itself. And he talks about different things. I, I can't remember them all. He's such a, the script is so well done. Uh, but he talks about all the different things that are interrelated in the planets and how they, they, they work together. And, and then he tells his mom, he said, you know, there's got to be a master plan for all of that to be working. He immediately gets it, that that there is a master. Whether you see that as Jesus Christ or whether you see that as the master plan of the universe 
or you see that as um, Buddha or however you see that, what you're looking at is um, people that actually manifest the master plan. So, uh, yeah. Can I add one more thing, quick thing? On yeah. November the 6th, he said to me, Heaven is on Earth. This is February 6th. Yes. Yeah. And the heavens, February 6th. February 6th. And the heavens oh. were, were, was open. Now, when Jesus was baptized, remember the dove descended? And the yeah. heavens yes. were opened. The dove has descended upon earth. The flood's over. Yes. Noah's flood, you know, was purged yes. in the earth for 40 years, 40, 40 days. Then the doves were released. Finally, they didn't come yes. back. The dove has descended on earth. The Holy Spirit has descended on earth. And now the heavens are open to earth. Yeah, you think the earth is falling apart? It's actually falling together now. Things are yes. beginning to come together. It's coming together now, yes. Yes, I agree. And the wicked are being plucked out. Uh, yes, yes, I'm very much highlighting. Oh, David, please. I, I, I do want people to know that some of the people that you think died of natural causes actually were given a choice because they were yeah, evil. Yeah, I, I do um, understand that. The right thing, as far as I'm concerned, to do it discreetly that way uh, without, without tearing Matthew everything. Matthew 13. But definitely things are changing and evil is leaving and... Uh, Yes. The light is here. Exactly. It won't, won't be, it will stay. It's not going anywhere. It's staying now. Oh, we're in the last minute of the program, and I want to make sure that people know how to get in touch with you, Terry. Oh, if people want to get in touch with me, I have two websites. One's called angelsoflightonline.com, and the other one is uh, Holistic Healing for Children. Um, I have two websites, one for the children, teenagers, and parents, and the other one is more for healing. Uh, you know, within and um, readings and uh, crystal bed therapies, etc. So that's how they can get hold of me. Yeah, and you can send me a text message with the exact spelling and stuff like that. I will, darling. That, uh, so that we'll put that in the advertising so you'll be able to be gotten a hold of. (laughs) David, I'm not sure you want to be gotten a hold of, do you, or do you? No, no, no. I'll give Terry my email off the air. (laughs) Yeah, and I... I, I Oh, fabulous where he lives. He does live in heaven, by the way. I've been there. Well, a little bit of heaven in Northern California. <laughs> That's all we're telling you. <laughs> all, no street address, please. Right, and there's another 153 of uh, different people yeah, I, in the I, world I, working this, too. Yeah. So. And you're not crazy anymore. You've Thank you for joining us today for Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. Waking Up in America can be heard live every Wednesday on voiceamerica.com and Valerie welcomes all emails at heavenincorporated.com. This is for all you knew, pouring through, now your heart is open.